right now, we have a window of opportunity to create a lasting impact on people and the planet. At Sunwealth, we believe this moment is the dawn of the solar generation. Welcome to the Solar Generation Series, a set of conversations with individuals and organizations who are actively working on this window of opportunity, bound by a shared mission to create vibrant and resilient communities while combating climate change and inequality by identifying, facilitating, and achieving equitable and inclusive solar development. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Elizabeth Price, Senior Manager of Project Finance at Sunwealth, and we are back for our second segment with Lindsay McIntyre from SoulSource Power. Lindsay just shared her personal journey in the solar industry and some background on SoulSource, and now we're excited to dive into the weeds here with Lindsay and talk about balancing project development with capital needs. So before we dive in, I just want to give our viewers and listeners a little more background on this conversation. SunWealth has been working with SoulSource for over a year and a half now. We really got involved when SoulSource was in its early stages, although I know SunWealth leadership and SoulSource leadership go back uh, years prior. And we've had this great partnership in which SunWealth has been a development capital provider to SoulSource as they've been really grinding and have had great success developing impactful community solar projects, a few of which SunWealth has the opportunity to own, which is super exciting for us going forward. But earlier this year, um, in a little bit different vein, SunWealth also launched our Solar Justice Fund, which is the primary source of investor capital that supports all of our development capital partnerships, including this one with SoulSource. So we're very grateful to our investors who see the value and potential for impact in the space and for helping us bring partnerships like ours with SoulSource to fruition. But I was hoping we could hear more from you, Lindsay, as a developer. Are you able to tell us a little bit more about the broader current landscape for solar financing? You know, like what obstacles are there for firms like yours in securing funding from your perspective? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we experienced it firsthand two years ago. Um, Joe and I went on the road. It was our solar road show presenting to financiers. And as you're aware, Evie, investors, they want to maximize their return on capital and minimize risk. And having a pipeline of projects is great because you can actually have them dive in and and uh, just de-risk everything. And if you don't have that, it's really hard. So we didn't have that two years ago. We were just starting out and we were pitching different financiers on our ability and our track record in development in the space within the Northeast and our ability to sell projects to the outside market as well. So it, it really took the, our reputational capital to be put on the line and just really vetted because we didn't have that pipeline of projects to show. We went out to the market, we pitched really like 30 plus or minus different financiers and investors. And then we, Joe Bowers being, you know, the, he's the mad scientist that he is, um, created this weighted selection matrix. So we vetted all of the financier partners based on that weighted selection matrix. And SunWealth, you know, was one of the partners we had interviewed with. And we really loved that you guys uh, really align with us in our culture and the value-driven leaders at SunWealth align with us. Um, so that increased your your waiting on that matrix. And ultimately, you know, we went into a partnership. But I, I would say just overall, for anyone that's looking to get into the development space and doesn't have financing, 
having that pipeline is powerful. And if you don't have it, just having that track record for financiers to review um, and to, I mean, they're really betting on your previous success. So we came into it with a plan and that previous success um, and we're successful in, in finding you guys. So sounds like a, a pretty stressful beginning, but I'm so happy that this is where it ended up because <laughs> uh, I know that we're uh, very excited to be working with you guys as well. Moving on though, I'm curious if you could explain a little bit more, you know, for SoulSource specifically, what makes SunWealth great as a financing partner and how do you think our partnership has evolved since we, since we first uh, started? Yeah, you guys understand development. So that was really important for us. As our projects go through the cycle, um, you understand the milestones that they need to hit and the challenges that they face. So that was really important and impactful for us. Without Sunwealth or any sort of financier, our growth is completely based on being able to sell projects, meaning like we develop project A, we take it through the cycle, we sell it, then we take all of that fund to reinvest into project B. And it's just a longer, longer timeline. SunWealth has expedited our ability to develop um, exponentially by just releasing capital early on and then understanding the hurdles involved in development. Most financiers don't involve, they don't understand that. So that was really, that was powerful that SunWealth understands that and, and gets it. That makes a lot of sense and totally understand. One of the great things having worked with you guys since the beginning is really being able to see that entire process, which I know can take a long time taking a project from the beginning stages all the way through to selling it. And so being able to support the growth of your pipeline and make it so that you're able to do more than one project at a time, especially is a great opportunity for us and happy to be able to really work with you guys and getting the projects off the ground. Thank you for explaining that a little bit more to our listeners. In a similar vein, what does the next year or so look like for SoulSource in terms of your project pipeline and growth, which may need development capital support? A lot of expansion and growth. Yeah, we're focused on new markets and new regions and deploying our present systems that we've seen a successful track record on in New York and the Northeast into these new markets. That also includes really doubling or tripling our employee base, which is currently at 12 employees, and also utilizing that proprietary development process that we've created into these new markets and applying it there for similar success. Excellent. No, that's super exciting. I know we've been working with you in the New York, upstate New York market. So excited to see you guys starting to expand outside of that and really take the process that works so well uh, into newer markets. Um, but thank you so much. That is all I have for you today and our second segment here. So thanks again, Lindsay, and looking forward to talking to you for our final segment. Thank you.